Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the pregame show here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Thanks for spending part of your Saturday morning or afternoon, depending on where you are. With us, Adam Candy here at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. James Salinas in Denver, Colorado, as we get ready for NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and of course, the end of the Triple Crown, the Belmont Stakes. We're going to talk to our man behind the counter, Chris Andrews, here at the South Point about the race in just a little bit. Uh, James, let's start with last night's basketball. The team that no one can predict, what will you get from the Los Angeles Clippers on any given night? And last night, you got the good Clippers. You got the Clippers who play defense. You got Kawhi Leonard going off. And this one is going to a seventh game. Clippers and Mavericks will square off on Sunday. But uh, Clippers were actually the ones catching a little bit of the steam before close last night. Ended up around three and a half. Game goes under. Uh, overall, your impressions of the Clippers and the Mavericks. Thinking about the Clippers side, I think for Kawhi Leonard played like a champion. He is a champion, and so he has that championship medal about him, but also understands how to pace himself throughout a game. And really, so many of the so uh, 45 points last night, absolutely spectacular. Second half had 29 points in that game, but paced himself through the game. And and so many of those shots that he had, a lot of open looks for him, really sagging off uh, off of him. I, I think, and the couple games earlier in Dallas and games. 
three and four really drove and attacked the basket. Not that he didn't do that last night, but I think the Mavericks were very conscious of that and kind of sagged off on him and making sure they were in the driving lanes for any kind of help if he got beat off the dribbles was the defender. And he was able to just get in a good zone, get in a good rhythm and knock down a lot of shots. But I think the key for the Clippers was, because I think you'll see the, the flip side here of the Mavericks and their star, Luka Doncic. I think for the Clippers, Mavs came out, played some zone early, and and Reggie Jackson was able to take advantage of that. Had enough, what I think he had uh, 14 points in the first quarter, had a lot of open looks, and really attacked that zone quickly and really took some pressure off of Kawhi Leonard and the rest of the Clippers' offense to score because ultimately, Adam, there is nothing when it comes to the bench for the Clippers. No productivity coming off that bench, so they really had to rely on Kawhi Leonard, and he delivered last night. What we've been seeing all along about this team is that they don't have a reliable third score. And so when you get that performance out of Reggie Jackson, you can feel a lot more comfortable about what the Clippers will do. I was more impressed at the defensive end than anything else because Luka had a very good game. He did not have one of those games that buries you. And for the Dallas Mavericks, they're getting Tim Hardaway Jr. contributing, but Chris Stapps Porzingis is missing in action and he is probably not healthy. Um, I have continued to play against Kristaps Porzingis in the prop market. It has continued to be a fruitful thing. Seven points, five rebounds yesterday. Uh, just really not sure if the Mavericks can continue this trend of all six games having been won by the road team in this series unless they get a little bit more out of Kristaps Porzingis. Adam, I thank you for that because I remember our show last week about those prop bets that you were betting against Porzingis having any kind of achievement on the court. And I followed you yesterday as far as his rebound total and points total. Those were the rebounds maybe got a little tricky, but as far as the points, it was nowhere close. He was not engaged or involved within the offense. And I mean he's he's playing five out offense really, and he's thirty feet from the basket most times. Thinking about the Mavs, though, you talked about Luka Doncic, and he's had sensational he's had sensational games in this series, obviously, to carry the Mavs as far as they've gone and now having to go back to Los Angeles for Game 7. Another first quarter performance out of Luka, too. I think Luka really feels like he needs to set the tone and shoulder the burden, the scoring burden for his Mavericks team, and he did that again last night, had 11 points in the first quarter. He's been spectacular in basically every game outside of the, the neck injury that he suffered and, and kind of played through that I think believe it was game four where I think outside of that he's really felt like he's had a shoulder the load Adam but I think as the game progresses you start to see Lucas wear down and so I think it's the energy that he expends on the offensive side because he has to work a lot harder for his shots it's it's not the one-on-one there they're, whether they're switching the screens for him he's having to really step further and further away for his shots and really expend a lot of energy and I think we saw that definitely play out last night in particular the second half really the fourth quarter you mentioned Tim Hardaway Jr. had a really good game up until late in the fourth quarter where Lucas started to defer and was passing up good shots for great shots and now these were open shots and I think of Hardaway on a couple shots that he had and, and Finney Smith missed an open one too but that was where Luca, you're the star of this team these are your shots to take when you're talking crunch time, close game, fourth quarter, four or five minutes left in the game, series on the line. If you can close out the Clippers, you don't want to have to go back to Los Angeles, Adam. Uh, and he deferred. And now is the right pass, open looks, but his teammates didn't step up and knock that down. But sometimes you see that you have to work for these shots. And I feel like Luka is continuing through each game, starts off hot, but starts to get tired as the game progresses. 
Uh, it is a huge burden that is on his shoulders right now. And Mavericks, of course, have a tall task in front of them, but they have won all three games, as we mentioned, in Los Angeles in this series. That game coming up tomorrow afternoon. We don't have to wait for great basketball, though, because we have one of the series of the playoffs, hopefully, at least by the matchup, with the Brooklyn Nets hosting the Milwaukee Bucks, the two and the three seed in the Eastern Conference. That game tips off today at 7.30 Eastern. This line's been fairly static. Uh, we're sitting here with the Nets laying four. The total here at the South Point is up to 240. Uh, and not surprising, considering the offensive firepower that exists on both teams. Now, series prices... I was hoping that maybe the gas that we had seen uh, come in Milwaukee's way after the sweep of the heat would change this price to something a little more favorable, but Brooklyn at minus 200 feels just about fair. Milwaukee plus 165. You, of course, can play any of the exact uh, number of games, either that the series will go or that which team will win in which number of games. And I know, James, those have been some of the more interesting props for you when it comes to these series prices. Adam, right. I've been doing that for both NBA as well as the NHL playoffs and trying to find plus prices. I think it's just in my DNA. I'm so frugal when it comes to laying juice on any kind of sport and any kind of bet that it's really hard for me to lay too much of a price. You're looking at the Nets here. You talked about $2 to be the to, to win the series. Way too big of a price for me to, to, to lay here considering this is going to be now with Philadelphia and Embiid and his knee injury. This is not just knee pain. He's dealt with pain throughout his career this is an injured knee here and, and so how is that going to impact the Sixers who are the number one seed in the east now you look at the Nets and the Bucks, and ultimately to me this feels like because of the injury to Embiid this feels like this is the 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 path for the Eastern Conference champion to come out of this series and looking at the Nets and I think we can kind of take from what we've been seeing in the playoffs where we know the exhibition season that is the regular season in the NBA Adam is is completely different animal than what we see in the playoffs now I'm not going to play this game tonight because I did make a couple of those series bets you talked about and I'm taking the nets and so what I did was I I feel like this will be a, a this isn't going to be a four or five game series either way I like the nets to be able to win this series thinking about where would that land so trying to get some plus prices on my money and then if we get to a point and I did this with a couple NHL series in the last round I'd be able to hedge a bet and or be able to come out with plus prices on both sides. So that's where I'm going here. And I took the Nets in six plus the 400, and I took the Nets in seven plus 350. And I just look at the Nets, and you know the firepower out there with those three players, the big three with Irvin, Irving, uh, KD, as well as James Harden. Now, I think for any of those three players, when the game gets tight and we get into the fourth quarter, we see sets break down, sets go away, and it's let's get it to one of our best guys that can create a shot and make a shot. And I think the Nets, with three of those guys on the floor at any given time, have the ability to do that. And they're they're going to be able to defer to each other. So one person, like kind of like the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard, who has to sh shoulder the, the, the scoring burden as well as Luka Doncic for the Mavericks, starting to wear down. I don't think that's going to be the case for the Nets because it doesn't have to be just one particular guy each and every night. And I think that's the advantage here because you look at the uh, the Bucks side and the other side. Now, Giannis is what he is. Every 
everything's getting to the rim and is it going to be a tough matchup for the Nets on the interior but are you wanting to bet on Giannis and or Chris Middleton to be the guy to take that big shot and to make that big shot to win four games and advance through the series that's where my money's going that they won't be able to sustain the way that the Nets will so those are my two plays going forward Nets in six plus 400 Nets in seven plus 350. I see exactly where you are on that, James, and I actually would suggest maybe even away with slightly less risk depending on how you feel about uh, the Nets, but, you know, I don't want that price at minus 200. I also have a hard time seeing this series extending out to seven games because of the firepower of the Nets and the fact that um, – Outside of Giannis, they have answers, uh, right? Uh, Giannis will probably go and get his in this series. We saw it during the regular season that Brooklyn doesn't really have anyone to guard Giannis Antetokounmpo. That said, now we get down to a game that has essentially picked the two and three stars and the number two, number three stars for Brooklyn, whoever it happens to be on any given night versus Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. And I'm going to take whoever that is among Durant, Harden and Irving on any given night uh, for this game in particular. Harden, 27.5 on the points, 4.5 on the rebounds, 10.5 on the assists. So you put it all together for him. You're going to be looking at a points, rebound, assist prop uh, around 42-43. Boy, does that look interesting to me Uh, because these props, to me, points-wise especially, don't reflect where the total of this game is going to end up. Uh, You're looking at 240 with minus four on the Nets. So essentially, if you play this out, you're looking at a team total on the Nets, read around 122 and a half, 123. And if you get there, then I think you're going to see those props for Harden, uh, especially end up on the overside. Uh, I do also like, uh, in addition to what you said, James, Nets minus one and a half games at plus 105, largely because I, I will be surprised, let's put it that way, if the Bucks end up winning three games in this series uh, based on where we see the Nets right now. I don't think the Nets were fully engaged uh, throughout that series against Boston. They knew where they were going to end up, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a hard time for the Bucks to extend this series out. Uh, James, in particular, looking at this game today with the Nets for 240, I mentioned the Harden prop that I like the over on points, rebounds, assists for Harden. Anything in particular on the game one player prop board that's interesting to you? Adam, I think for me, what's going to be interesting to me, and it's going to be correlated to the props, but that'll be as the series progresses. I want to see how where how is Drew Holiday going to impact this game? We know that the 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 Bucks during the regular season, for whatever that's worth, and I think in this case, I don't know how much it's worth with their three matchups. Bucks did win two out of those three games, but did not face all three of the all three of the big the the monster there that is the New Jersey or the Brooklyn Nets on offense. How is where's Drew Holiday? Is he going to be locked up on and matched up exclusively on Kyrie Irving? How is that matchup going to go? Because I think the interest thing here with the Nets is it's not Kyrie that's the facilitator. So if he's going to be matched up there, he's going to be playing off the ball and away, and he's going to be playing out as Holiday out on the perimeter because Harden is, in a sense, the the point guard or the point forward, wherever you want to list them at. He is the facilitator for the Nets. So I want to see what does this look like from the Bucks defensively? How are they going to match up? So that's really what I'm looking to see because I can't really take much of much away from what we saw in the regular 
regular season just based on the personnel was not out there for the Nets. And then also Drew Holiday was not on this team last year. And I think we saw the impact that he had on the Heat, not only defensively, but definitely offensively too, where he was really be, he was a, a great facilitator, able to get to the rim uh, and create shots not only for himself, but his teammates as well. I think that's really the, the key component for me with the Bucks is how is Drew Holiday going to be utilized on the defensive side? And I think once I get a better handle on watching this game tonight and seeing how these two teams match up on each other's, you know, on the each side's defensively, that's where I'm going to start to look at these, these player props because right now that's still a mystery because I can't pull anything away from what I saw during the regular season. Yeah, and I understand why game one is not always the best for props when it comes to these series because you start to get a sense of how the teams are going to play each other in that first game and then maybe have a little more information from that point on. I will say the one that there are two actually that are a little interesting to me, maybe a step down in terms of what I might put for a bet size on them. But first one is Joe Harris, three pointers. You talk about the facilitating that James Harden will do sitting there two and a half. You can't find it everywhere. And when you do find it, sometimes the juice is a little heavy to the over you minus 30 minus 40. Uh, not necessarily sure. I want that, but if you can find two and a half round standard juice on Joe Harris, he is generally the beneficiary of what they do in terms of facilitating, whether it's Durant, whether it's Harden, whether it's Irving, whoever is spreading the ball around, he is the shooter that they look for. So I would be looking at Joe Harris. The other one, if you paid attention to that last series with Milwaukee and the Heat, uh, look, 11 and a half is a slightly gassed up price on Bryn Forbes. But again, Drew Holiday facilitating, the focus, of course, being on Giannis and Chris Milton, well, you look and say, who's going to benefit from that? And Bryn Forbes was hitting the three-pointers with regularity uh, in that Miami Heat series. That number sitting there, two and a half on the threes. You can either play that or you can play the 11 and a half on the points. I think you're probably a little safer uh, on the three-pointer prop considering it's going to be the outside shooting where you get the benefit from a guy like Bryn Forbes. The Giannis numbers... I mean, you would be hard-pressed to get me to play an under on Giannis considering how effective he was against the Brooklyn Nets uh, throughout the regular season. But that's one that I'm probably going to lay off when it comes to game one and see ultimately uh, how does Coach Bud decide to use Giannis, use Chris Middleton to try to get as many points as he can, score to keep up with these Brooklyn Nets. If you love live in-game action, then download the free Odds Trader app right now. Start winning with up-to-the-second info you need. When we come back, the National Hockey League is in full swing here in round two. This is VEASAN's The Pre-Game Show. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Belmont Stakes means there are two episodes this week of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. The first is a pop-up with Las Vegas bookmakers and horse players Chris Andrews, Johnny Avello, Dwayne Colucci, and Vinny Maiulo. They analyze all eight horses in this weekend's race. The regular episode from New York features trainers Doug O'Neill, John Sadler, and Fox Sports Racing Analyst Maggie Wolfendale-Morley. Both episodes are available at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get podcasts. It's sponsored by First Bet. This is VEASAN's the pregame show, Adam Candy in Las Vegas, James Salinas in Denver, and we're happy to welcome in from the South Point Sportsbook right here behind me, Chris Andrews, joining us to talk about the action behind the counter here on a beautiful Saturday in June in Las Vegas. Uh, Chris, Belmont Stakes will go off here in just a few hours. What's the latest you can give us on how people are betting the race? Oh, well, you know, the California horses and the speed horses are getting a lot of action. Uh, you know, the odds can change rather dramatically. You never know because uh, there's some big plungers, especially in New York. Um, but right now, the last I saw, Rombauer looked like a pretty good overlay. The last I saw on him, he was like 9-1. to one. Uh, But I haven't kept up with it. You know, I really – I got my hands full right now. I got uh, – I got uh, season win totals and college football opening today, so we're just going over all the sheets. So, uh, you know, even though I'll be betting the Derby or the Belmont and been all over it, uh, I haven't had a chance to really concentrate on it this morning. Chris, good morning. James Salinas out here in Denver. Always a pleasure to speak with you, my friend. So you talked about you'll be betting it. What are you favoring? Who are you favoring in this race? And which way have, have you bet it already? And what, or what are you looking to play once we get closer to the race? Well, I haven't bet it yet because uh, I'm looking to see how the track plays. I know they've had some weather there, and uh, that's always a concern, obviously. But, uh, you know, I went on Flatter's podcast. And, uh, you know, I, I gave out the Charlie, uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> terrible. Hot Rod Charlie. But 
Hot Rod Charlie. I love Hot Rod Charlie. I, and I, I think that's, I think I'm going to go with him, but I got to tell you, like I said, the last I saw Rombauer was being, you know, was being let go with the windows. I thought he did that pretty good after his performance in the Preakness. The last I saw, he was at nine to one. And uh, if he goes off at that high of a price, you know, horse players, we always have to look for value. I think there's some value there. But right now I'm still on Hot Rod Charlie, but um, you see how the track plays. There's a ton of speed in this race, and it's kind of counterintuitive. A long race like the Belmont, oftentimes speed on the front end does win the race, but there's quite a bit of it in this race, and it could be setting up for Ron Bauer. So I'm going to see if the price hangs around up there all day, which I don't think it will. I think it'll come down, then I might switch. So um, you've got to kind of watch the tote board and you know let the, let the prices dictate to you at some point because you do have to find value. Chris, you mentioned those college football win totals. Tell us a little bit more about what people can get their action on at the South Point with those college plays. Well, I was going to open them yes, yesterday, but unfortunately I had a memorial service that I, I had to attend. It was, uh, you know, unfortunately the daughter of a very close friend of mine. Uh, so we are opening them today at one thirty, and I'm letting everybody know we're doing conference games only, just conference games only. So a little bit of a different twist on it this year for a variety of reasons, but they will all be open. So all 10 conferences, every team on the board is going to be up there. And I didn't do the independence uh, because obviously they're not in a conference, but I tried to put uh, BYU and Notre Dame in a bunch of my games of the year, which have been up for a couple of weeks now. But anyway, um, we'll have those at 130, two dime limit, you know, 20 cent lines. And, uh, you know, I'm sure guys will be firing pretty good. I'm sure that first hour or two is going to be awful busy for me. Hey, Chris, before we let you run, thinking about the NBA playoffs where we stand, uh, Lakers, I'm sure that you maybe, maybe there was some with them <laughs> getting knocked out of the. Uh, out of the playoffs the other night with the Suns, I'm sure that was probably good for the house as far as future liability was concerned. Uh, not only for the Lakers, but thinking about now the star power with the Brooklyn Nets and the Bucks coming in. Are you seeing any series money coming in with this Nets and Bucks? Which way do you, are they favoring it? Well, yeah, listen, that's a pretty good matchup. And uh, I think the Bucks have been kind of overlooked a little bit all year. And uh, the Nets certainly have not been, certainly when they're all healthy. Yeah, so we'll see how it plays out, but I think we'll do some pretty decent action on that whole series. And I think the Bucks are very, very live to win it all. Chris Andrews here at the South Point, updating us on everything behind the counter. We appreciate it, man, and uh, hope you're good and busy today with those college football win totals. <laughs> we will be. <laughs> see you later. Thanks, you guys. Bye-bye. All right, more coming on the National Hockey League, NBA, and a little Major League Baseball as well as we continue here on the pregame show from VEASAN the Sports Betting Network. Stakes is today, and the Beeson horse racing experts are analyzing the horse's track conditions and prior race results to find the betting edge. Our team is here to get you ready to make your best bet on the final race of the Triple Crown. 
Visit vsin.com slash horses to find our full race coverage, special offers from our partners, including a $20 credit at the vsin store and picks from horse racing specialists, including Dave Tooley, Ron Flatter, Jeff Siegel, Millie Ball, and Jeremy Plonk. That's vsin.com slash horses. Welcome back into the pregame show, everyone. Thanks for spending part of your Saturday with us. Adam Candy here in Las Vegas, James Salinas in Denver. And uh, James, I'm sure there's not much sadness in Denver for the first loss of the playoffs for the Colorado Avalanche, but uh, the Vegas Golden Knights got themselves back into the series with a late third period push last night against the Avalanche. They end up winning three games to two. this game was pretty much even when it went off. Didn't really uh, didn't really have a take on it myself because I have already invested enough in the Golden Knights at different series prices that didn't want to go any deeper than I was. But uh, what did you think about watching the hometown avalanche last night? Pros and cons to it, I think, for me, because I'm invested on the other side with the abs to win in six games and to win in seven games at some really good prices. But I needed the Vegas Golden Knights to win a game. Last thing I needed was to have a 3-0 lead for the abs, and either that six or seven game is uh, that series to go that far then looks kind of bleak. Now that the now that the Golden Knights won, and they were the better team last night, I think you saw the sense of urgency to begin the game. 14-3 to as far as shots go in favor of the Golden Knights in that first First period, obviously couldn't get anything to to get past Grubauer, who's been really re- playing so well so far in in the entire playoffs, and in particular in this series here. And then as we got closer, I started actually was needing the like I said, I was pulling for it, needing the Golden Knights to win for those series bets. And as we started to get latter part of that third period, when the when the Avs took the lead, I was kind of that's when the sweat began. And so yeah, obviously the uh, the bank shot, I guess you could call it, to uh, to tie the game and. And then the quick wrister there with, what, less than uh, less than a minute back from that tying goal uh, set it up, for, obviously, for Golden Knights to be able to pull that out. Now going to game four, I think that's where where do the abs come from. Really, I think it's it's we haven't seen a whole lot out of the defensemen, in particular, Kale McCarr. And what are we going to start to see from, from their defensemen maybe coming up and giving an extra push and being a little more aggressive offensively inside the blue line for a you know, in the Vegas blue line. So that's where I think game four, I'm not really sure if I, I don't think I'm going to get involved with this one here. I'm set kind of like where you're at, where I'm pretty vested into the series prices and kind of just let this play out. But the interesting thing, if you're looking to take something away from game three for how you want to bet the series is what we saw in the third period from Avalanche coach Jared Bednar when he flipped up his lines. He does not like what he's seeing out of his team. He said after the game, we've been outplayed for the last five periods of this series. And if he goes out there and breaks up that Ranton and uh, Landeskog McKinnon line, then you realize that Jared Bednar is seeing the urgency and seeing the fact that the Golden Knights are playing better hockey right now than the Avalanche. Myself, I played the Golden Knights before the series at plus 180. Uh, I played the Golden Knights at plus two and a half games uh, when it was at uh, fairly decent juice at about minus 40. I then played it again after game two when it was at uh, plus money. So largely thought this series is going to probably go longer and uh, breathe a big sigh of relief when I saw the Golden Knights pull it out last night. We have two games coming up today. A team that's actually going to find itself in a similar situation to what the Golden Knights will with the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. 
Uh, Hurricanes got themselves back into the series in game three, and now they are plus 150 dogs in Tampa. 408 Eastern start today as Lightning come back minus 160, total of five and a half. James, what have you done with this series between Tampa and Carolina? was looking to get involved here with game four. I didn't play game three, figuring we would see the urgency, kind of like we saw, and you mentioned, with the Vegas Golden Knights last night, in particular for, for Carolina, losing those first two home games, now coming out here. And I think that that game three performance, especially their top line, their top line was, was really dominant and really aggressive, and they got a lot more chances close to the net. So they really rushed the net on Vasilevsky here. And I just felt like Tampa just having one won those first two games in the series just wasn't quite the same urgency for them, obviously that it was for Carolina and a lot more of, of I, I think it's going to be a different story tonight with Tampa Bay. I, I, tend to stay away from games like this and betting against, even though it's a plus price here that I usually tend to look for in the NHL from game to game. Hurricanes are getting plus 140 out here with the Lightning favorite at $1.65. But, you know, the championship medal of the of the Lightning and this this the playoff experience, the championship experience, I think that's something they can draw from. We know that they're capable of doing that. And then their performance just not nearly as engaged as the Carolina Hurricanes were in game three definitely going to see a much better performance out of the lightning tonight that's what i want to see where is the urgency let's see if they're giving up as many rushes towards the net as they did in game three and then vasileski maybe make not making it so hard on him to have to carry that side of the that side of the ice for the lightning too big a price for me to lay i don't lay numbers like that in the nhl favor the lightning tonight but as far as getting involved with this game nothing for me at this point Peter Morazic was the starter in goal for Carolina. Big uh, chance there taken by putting their guy who had been pretty outstanding early in the season before he got hurt back in net. They've rotated three goaltenders in Carolina this year. Morazic really helped them steal that game. They got up two to nothing, gave the lead back. Uh, Lightning, I believe, were almost out to plus 400, and they got down two goals. But Carolina comes back, wins it in the extra session. However, uh, still no Nemo Niederreiter. Still no Vincent Trocek. Uh, as much as I like Carolina, I wanted to bet them a plus 130 in that game uh, last time out on Thursday. Didn't do it and ultimately took a look at it today. And as much as I like that price on Carolina, what we've seen with this Tampa Bay Lightning team is that the talent that they have on the ice, now that they are back at full strength here in the playoffs, and there are a lot of people I know who are upset about how they have been able to avoid the salary cap by having guys on long-term injured reserve by the fact that Nikita Kucherov hadn't played all year before he got into this thing, but I, I just can't get behind uh, Carolina more aptly. I can't get in front of this Tampa Bay Lightning train. Uh, Vasilevsky has not played all the way up to the Vezina level that he played at in the regular season through the playoffs. But when I think about what the spectrum of outcomes is for this game, probably too wide toward the Lightning for me to take that price on the Carolina Hurricanes. When we come back here on the pregame show, we're going to have a little more discussion of the National Hockey League as the Boston Bruins and the New York Islanders continue what has been a slugfest of a series. They will be out on Long Island for Game 4 tonight. Expect the Nassau Coliseum to be rocking for that one. A little NBA talk on the other side as well. This is VEASAN's The Pregame Show. Of course, we're on VEASAN, the sports betting network.
Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Third and final leg of Triple Crown is today, and First Bet is the perfect place to start your betting action. Sign up now, and you'll get analysis and wagering on every race with AI-assisted picks, secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. To celebrate the Belmont Stakes, First Bet is giving $20 in free bets for all new users who sign up now through today using the promo code VEGAS20. Also, everyone who redeems this $20 free bet offer will receive full access to VEASAN subscription products for free and a $20 credit for merchandise in the VEASAN store. It's our best racing offer yet. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details. That's V-S-I-N dot com slash horses and use promo code Vegas20. If you stay with us for betting across America Coming up, we'll have Ron Flatter live from New York. Uh, I already got a sneak preview of Ron's pick for the race, and I'm sure Ron will be happy to update you on who he thinks is going to take the Belmont Stakes today. James Salinas in Denver, Adam Candy here at the South Point in Las Vegas. Back into the hockey bag as we see the Bruins and the Islanders squaring off here today in Game 4. A couple of surprisingly uh, competitive games, I think, considering how well the Bruins had been playing coming in. They're up two games to one in the series. They're minus 145 favorites today, 7.15 p.m. Eastern start. If you like the Islanders, plus 135 coming back. And, I mean, we're right where we've been throughout this series. A total all the way down at five, and the over is only juiced to minus 20. 
here in here in Colorado, it's sitting even money at a dollar ten either way. Uh, Bruins uh, Islanders are plus one twenty five, so not as juicy out here as it is out there in Las Vegas for the home team dog, and that's the way that I'm going here with the Islanders. Obviously, this has been a tight series. Last two games both go to overtime, tight series. Now Varley's got to be better in goal for the Islanders uh, to 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 win this game tonight. But ultimately, I look at the Bruins side too, and you, I think we see this kind of zigzag with some of these series sometimes when you you lose home ice and then you regain it back and then there's the urgency on the home team in this case here with the islanders and you had mentioned it right before we you teased it right before we went to the break that that nassau coliseum i think it's if it's not 100 percent capacity it is very close to it and you are spot on when you're talking about it, it's gonna be rocking and it will be rocking and route that i'm sure they've been tailgating since game three so nothing's changed there they're gonna be rowdy and ready to go the home crowd to be able to back their islander team tonight or today as a matter of fact but i think here thinking about some of the injuries to the bruins on the defensive side the miller is still out he got banged up in the washington series and then brandon Carlo went down you know they're not listing it what it is we don't get to find those out but suspect it's a concussion he's had a number of his concussions in his career so I think for the defensive side for the Bruins a little short there now a little thin uh, you know it's a little thinner on that roster and I think with the urgency with the Islanders coming tonight and a bounce back game for Varley and goal I'll take the plus 125 for the Islanders at Nassau yeah, first game started by Sorokin. Second and third game started by Varlamov for the Islanders. They really can't go wrong uh, with the options they have in goal. You mentioned Brandon Carlo. He has been officially ruled out, uh, did not participate in morning skate for the Bruins today, so they will be a little thinner in the defensive core. Quick piece of news uh, elsewhere from the National Basketball Association, the Orlando Magic and head coach Steve Clifford, Quote, have agreed to part ways, according to uh, Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, come on. When they agree to part ways, really only one side agreed to part ways, and that's the team. And so Clifford out in Orlando, not exactly like they helped him throughout this season. They really took that team and blew it up at the trade deadline. A lot of injuries as well that Orlando dealt with throughout the year. So the Orlando Magic will be in the market for a new head coach. And, hey, Terry Stotts is on the market. Maybe he's got a place to go uh, since the uh, Damian Lillard show has taken over in Portland and decided he wants Jason Kidd to come in and be the coach there. Uh, quick thoughts for me on the Islanders and the Bruins. Uh, I can't back the Islanders, James, with you. I know why you like them, and I know why you like that price. And this series has been tight back and forth. I have just been really impressed with the Bruins' offense ever since the acquisition of Taylor Hall. If you look at these two teams during the regular season, the games against each other after the trade deadline when Boston acquired Taylor Hall, and made that second line with David Krejci so much more potent. Uh, the Bruins went 3-0-0 against the Islanders in the regular season down the stretch. I think they'll ultimately win the series, and this is actually one. I have stayed away from this series in general, and I will continue to stay away from Boston and the Islanders. Uh, got a couple of baseball games that'll get started here shortly. Tigers and the White Sox, Reds and the Cardinals coming up. Those are both starts uh, to 10 p.m. Eastern. James, do you have any plays on either of these games? White Sox minus 220, Tigers plus 190, total of eight on that first one. 
for the White Sox, it's uh, Giolito. It, I, I think for both of these pitchers, you look at Scooball on the other side starting for the Tigers as well as Giolito gets the, the call for the White Sox. Neither of these pitchers got off to a good start in April. Both struggled. Scooball really struggled in April. His ERA was over six. But, and since then, he's been able to rectify that and bring his cut, basically cut that in half in the month of May, starting much better, especially the last few starts for Scooball getting out there. He did shut out the Yankees. Six innings pitched last weekend, just three hits. Uh, Giolito, obviously, same thing. His ERA was close to six in the month of April. And we see that sometimes out of pitchers. Takes a little while for them to to stretch their arm out. Well, he stretched his arm out in May, and he's posted, a uh, for the month of May, posted a 2.41 ERA. But this number was a little bit high for me when we're talking $2 here. Two and a quarter now, I see. It's going up here in favor of the White Sox. I get the move. Too big for me. I was looking maybe I'd play the first five. Five under at four and a half. That was really the only angle I could come in on this game, but ultimately I didn't play it. So no play for me with this White Sox Tigers game. All right, let's get down to the games starting tomorrow in the NBA. First with the 76ers and the Hawks. We don't know exactly what we're going to get out of the Sixers here, James. Uh, you mentioned Joel Embiid. He is injured. It is a partially torn meniscus for Embiid. I think that is keeping all of these prices quite reasonable on the Sixers. Tomorrow's game at 105 p.m. start. Sixers lay in three, 220 and a half. Series price, Philly minus 200, Atlanta plus 160. And, of course, you can go with all of those props on the exact outcome of the series or game spread. Uh, how are you looking at this series in terms of what you think the Sixers will be able to get out of Joel Embiid? That's the uh, that's when you're talking about the injury, the knee injury that he has, torn meniscus, partially torn, whatever. However, it doesn't really matter to what extent. I mean, that's something where Joel Embiid's had knee injuries, back injuries. He's had suffered through so many injuries throughout his career. The fact that now this is it's one thing to deal with pain. Now you're playing through injury. He's going to have a problem with this, and and with his knee, he may be able to play one game. That thing's going to swell up on him, and then is he going to sit and have to sit down and rest out the next game? That's just I think. My approach to this is I can't play the series. If I was going to play the series, the only way I would go would be with the Hawks side because of the health status of Embiid, because just as knowing, and especially how big he is and, and the pressure and, and the, the, the force that he's going to be continuing to put on that soft tissue in that knee. It, those things can flip within your knee when you're talking about meniscus. I used to have some a long time ago. I don't have any more. I've been through that plenty and I know what that feels like and I know what happens to your knee when you do any kind of activity on it. It will swell and sometimes that can even catch and lock. It can flip on you and it could lock his knee up and he could do more damage. I think that's what's concerning here. He's going to have to have surgery at some point. He can do more damage to it as the series goes on. We just don't know what his status is going to be so be for, for me it's going to be game to game and ultimately now it's going to be in game to in game because even if he does get out on the court for his particular game he starts tomorrow game one he's out there doesn't mean that he's going to finish so i think that's going to be key is seeing his health because obviously adam he is so impactful on both ends of the floor for the for for, for philadelphia I know there are a lot of folks here at VEASAN who are high on the Hawks. I don't happen to be one of them. Uh, I, I do think this 76ers team, even without Joel Embiid, will be competitive in this series. I think this would be a clear, clear lean to Philadelphia. Otherwise, uh, if you want to get involved with something here, uh, Sixers minus one and a half games at even money 
I don't think it's a terrible way to go about this if you're going to forecast any sort of participation from Joel Embiid. If he's out entirely, I don't like it as much, but I wouldn't talk you off it either. I do think that there's an opportunity here for guys like Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons to step forward against Trey Young. And that's really one of the things I would think about in terms of this series is that Trey Young against Ben Simmons, that, that's going to be a tough matchup for Trey Young with that defense on him. Uh, James, quickly before we move on to betting across America, Suns and the Nuggets will get started on Monday, uh, Nuggets with that fourth quarter blitzkrieg on the Blazers. They are plus 180 in the series, minus 225 against uh, for the Phoenix Suns. Credit to the Nuggets with the injuries that they've had. You think about their starting backcourt through that series, consisting of Austin Rivers, who wasn't in the league and was waiting for a call from somebody just a couple months ago. And then Campazzo coming over from Argentina, his first year in the NBA. He just came to the Nuggets this year as a spot player, a backup player to, to fill minutes. But obviously with the injuries to Jamal Murray being gone for the season, just seeing really uh, the, the grittiness of the Nuggets team. And I think they can draw from what they did last year in the playoff bubble. Now it was Jamal Murray that hit big shot after big shot come fourth quarter to carry that team as far as they did to the Wefford's conference final. But I think you learn from that as a champion, as a, as a team that has won in playoff series, you can draw from that. And I think that's exactly what the Nuggets did being able to beat Portland the way they did it and then go in and do it convincingly in that fourth quarter to shut Portland down defensively, I think was the biggest key. I think here, I haven't made any plays yet. I think with the Suns you know, I, they, they were fully able to take advantage of the Lakers without Anthony Davis. I think the concerning thing for me is Chris Paul with his shoulder injury. He is injured, too. It's not just playing through pain. He is injured, something that can be re-aggravated. We've seen it affect his game. Now, he's going to be a strictly facilitator and leader out there on the court. I'm not really sure where to go with this series as of yet, Adam, but uh, it was really fun to watch the Nuggets and how gritty they were considering all the injuries that they've suffered this season. Yeah, I need to know just a little bit more about Chris Paul before I get involved. I think the Suns are clearly the better side here. Um, when I look at these series prices, I think the one that is the shortest is actually the one that my script works out best to Suns winning 4-1. But of course, that is assuming you get a decent performance out of Chris Paul. Stay tuned for Betting Across America here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.